in the real world with cars and houses and time there lived two bohemian housewives with deep midwestern roots then one day they were airlifted and dropped into the middle of crown heights brooklyn these are their spooky stories. <laughs> <sighs> 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 Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, Becca! Happy Halloween! Here we are at our favorite holiday, Halloween. Halloween, the witch's new year. Actually, I don't even know what your favorite holiday is. This is it. You got it. I got it. Number one. I was lying about myself. Were you? What's your favorite holiday? I don't know. I feel like um, 4th of July. Oh. Because it's three days after my birthday, and it's just like, it's like, like Halloween, it's a low-pressure holiday. It's like, Halloween is like, get dressed up and eat candy or whatever, and 4th of July is really just like... Hang chill. out and eat and drink. Yeah, and chill. And chill. So I like a holiday where it's like, you don't have to like scramble to get a bunch of stuff together. Yeah. You just like have a really good time. Really That's good time. That's the kind of holiday I like. I love, uh, 4th of July is my second favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. But I also love Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm a, I, I like, like Thanksgiving for the food. For the food. I like, I think, I like my family. I like hanging out with my family. That's really it is. It's. I mean, there, of course, it's like it's stressful. There's a lot to do. There's. I have a huge family, so yeah. do you. So it is. It's very stressful. There's a lot of like, mm-hmm. and we don't all live in the same place, and that's. So there's a lot of back and forth and yeah. scheduling but you and whatever. Hang out with your family on Thanksgiving. Oh, oh yes, always. always and Christmas. Always. I don't do Thanksgiving anymore. Okay. So, so far, yeah. it's always in Christmas. But Christmas is up for grabs this year. Interesting. That's good, though. Yeah, that's good that you sure. guys do Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean they're really close together. Those Thanksgiving yes. and Christmas holidays. Holidays. Yeah. So I spend. I feel like when I do that, I feel like I've. I because I usually go home for a week. For Thanksgiving, mm. if I'm able to swing it, and then I go home for like a week. And then, you know, maybe I go somewhere for New Year's or have some fun New Year's. So it's just, I feel like I have party, like party, party. three weeks off. Yeah. Like you just do the like, holidays right. I do it right. Yeah. I do it right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It's good. And this holiday, this, this holiday is an interesting holiday because I just, I just found out that, I mean, I've always known that it's. Is it Samhain? Is this, is this oh. old Celtic? That's kind of like the original basis of Halloween and it was the idea to that you know access to your ancestors was sort of like the the shadow or the veil was lifted between like shadow space and reality Mm. on this day and um so it's interesting and I guess and then I just read also that this is why All Saints Day is tomorrow is because it was already being practiced as a holiday. Yeah. So the Catholic Church like in like the 8th century or I, I don't I'm not sure. I think that's what they said right. like decided and it's in, it, I it decided that this is the day that they would choose to honor all the saints that didn't already have holidays. Mm-hmm. And then it's also I'm mostly Irish. I have some like English and German. You're mostly Irish? Yeah. Oh, I Isn't that wild? That. I have yeah. all those things, but yeah. I'm more of a mutt. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm mostly Irish, and um, 
in this one thing that I was just reading. It's like an important piece of information. To Do you know, think so? To be mostly Irish. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, my grandma, who died one year ago today. Hi, Grandma. Um, today's the day. Today's the day. She was like the Irish presence in our family, and she was half Irish, and then my dad was 25%, and then we're all, you know, 12 and a half or whatever. But because my grandma was like so Irish, and she had the Irish last name Downey, mm-hmm. like Irish is like definitely one of the ethnicities that I identify with most. Most that's so uh-huh. weird that you're super Irish. Yeah, you're super like black Irish. Irish. No, well, no, only because with this, my only with no, hair. because I dye my hair. Yeah. Well, and also my I look so much like my dad, and my dad looks like his dad, and he was German, mm-hmm. or maybe German and Irish, but maybe favored his father who was German. I don't mm-hmm. know. So like, I kind of have olivey, not olivey skin, but certainly not like pale Irish skin. I and guess I can see it now and it's not just all the makeup you have smudged all over your eyes. But I, I just think look I can like some like your eyes. <laughs> 1920s Irish lass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is not what my costume reads like yeah. at all. But <laughs> exactly what you look like with that tiara on. Yeah, this is what, this is, this is how they dressed. Um, yeah, so much, and I'm really pumped because fucking Halloween is like this like pagan Celtic tradition and that's mm-hmm. where it comes from. And so I was reading on some like fundamentalist Christian website about why Halloween's bad. And then I was reading at like Pagans International, what it's about. It was very interesting. I feel like I might have to post both of those things to just take a look at the differences and how some religions take uh, Halloween and it's, it's right. And I, meetings. I was looking at Day of the Dead because, Uh well, I was just in <coughs> the Bay Area and like as soon as I got there it was like every, everywhere you went there was like a Day of the Dead shop boutique like in all these different neighborhoods like I kept just like walking by these shops with just like tons of Day of the Dead stuff and so I was like what's going on here you know like I don't know it wasn't like that in LA when I lived there so it was yeah. weird that it was like that in San Francisco and Oakland maybe Berkeley I can't remember but, um, so then I looked up Day of the Dead stuff and I was like remembering all about like, you know, in Mexico, they like bring the marigolds and the flowers and the yes. sugar skulls and yes. the bread and all this stuff. And they just like camp out on the gravesite. Like they just go to the cemetery. Like that's such a good holiday. <laughs> I feel like that's like to give yourself permission to do that. Yes. It's such a good holiday. Incredible holiday. Yeah. And it also, so when you like, think of yeah. Halloween like in that way too, like on top of just Celtic the candy and the costumes stuff. and the Celtic goddess yeah. stuff. It's like this is like a really fantastic holiday. It's really great. And I think I love the idea of like I mean, I don't think I don't feel like this is morbid, but I love the idea of like the cemetery being a public space like yeah. that a gather a family gathering like are cemeteries public spaces i don't know i don't think it it's, it's some are and some yeah. aren't but or just like commute like that there would be gatherings outside of just the funeral right that i don't know just thinking i think that's something that's always appealed to me about day of the dead is that there's it's like it's like we own this plot of land yeah and also like <laughs> being in touch with Spirit, I guess. Yeah, right. Like right, honoring right. that is actually something right, that like, could, that can be real. Like you're you really communing with them and it's not just on like a totally spiritual level. It's not just like, you know, like feeling 
feeling moved or whatever, it's also like bringing them their favorite foods or whatever, yeah. like as if they're like there at the party. I mean, that's so amazing. Yeah, it's so amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah, yeah. This is these are Halloween's the it's the best. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it today. I if I had ever been because I I'm just all I've been thinking about is witches. And that I, I, I'm a witch. Yeah. I, I don't practice Wicca. I mean, that's your costume, right? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Well, then it, well, it was originally going to be witch. <laughs> and then once I got the tiara on and I put on the red lipstick, I saw more of like a um, dead princess. Yeah. Which is interesting because, and I, I, I saved this to, I didn't fill you in on this part, but like, I, I don't think I've ever been a witch. Yeah. For Halloween, even when I was a kid. But I was, however, a princess six Halloweens in a row. Mm-hmm. Just, like, same costume, like, three of them in a row. Just, like, and wanted, like, wanted it. Wasn't forced into it. Yeah. So I feel like it's nice to, maybe we're, maybe I'm killing, I'm shedding something tonight. Right. I wanted witch. I went in to try to do witch. And as you saw when you walked in, I was wearing... <laughs> A long sleeve black dress. Well, that's what I want to talk about. That's it. Yeah, I mean, like, talk about can we day? like quit fronting here, Lauren? Like, we have the worst Halloween <laughs> costumes of all time. Like, I believe it was just an hour ago when we were calling, we were calling our Halloween costumes black dress, green dress. <laughs> Like, I'm supposedly Tinkerbell, and you're supposedly a witch, but pretty much we just have, like, some costume jewelry on. Yeah. Jewelry, dresses, and tiaras. And, like, I tried to wear... I was like, I need to find wings. I was going to be dark Tinkerbell (laughs) and wear the black wings, because I only have black wings. Black swan wings. And, um... Lauren was like, I have a green, I have green wings. Yeah. And I was like, oh, perfect. So then I get here and it turns out she kind of sabotaged me because. Oh my God, I did not <laughs> try to sabotage you. Because as soon as I put them on, they basically just like yeah. flop over to they the flopped. side. They were bad. Yeah. It was like, yeah. It's... Impotent wings. I was not going to fly <laughs> with were. these babies. And I just like <laughs> tried to wear them for a while. <laughs> And then I would like swing around real fast, and Lauren would be like, "Just so you know, the wings might knock over Just the wine glass." Be aware of the wine glass <laughs> with the wings. So basically, she like offered me these wings that sucked, and then yeah. did everything in her power to make me take them off. So, what do you have to say? <laughs> I can't believe that you felt this way this whole time because I. Those wings I've worn, th- I wore three Halloweens in a row in Chicago. And, right. they, and I think I wore them. Do you remember them. the individual costumes that um, they... Yeah. Yes, I do. I was um, number, I don't, I mean, number one, I was a ganja fairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was all green. Do you want to explain to anyone who doesn't know what a ganja fairy is? A ganja fairy is um, someone who is either hanging out with their best friends and or giving out little like tidbits of pot brownies mm-hmm. or smoking spreading the goodwill all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. and having fun at parties nice and g- roaming in a pack <laughs> roaming in a pack there was a lot of us we were we all had those wings you all and we had all gone, wore we were all ganja fairies? Yes, and we all wore Pat? those rings. What do you call it? A wings. flight of ganja fairies? I think it is a flight. Really? Yeah. Really? I think it, yes. 
How could it not be? I guess, right? I guess so. You yeah. called it. You knew it. A it was flock, instinctual. A flock of gondoliers. I think it's a flight. Mm. It was a flight for sure. And but we all like I was gold and green. Someone else was rainbow and green. Someone else was silver and green. Someone else was purple and green. So it, it was like oh, it's just like the Disney fairies. It, yeah, we had all of our own outfits, but we all wore mostly green and green wings. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, I was like a lost fairy because I didn't have my pack. Oh, lost boy! I think they're called lost boy. So I was a lost boy Aww. with wings. Because as you can see, they really got mangled. They yeah. really took a beating. And then the next year, I was a fallen fairy because I was just and I was just like smeared makeup and like uh, cigarette because yeah. the wings were just. And so I guess I should have prefaced it with you and been like, "Listen, girl, they are really they are only if you want to be a fallen Tinkerbell." I did not know how stretched out they were. I didn't know that they would be impotent, and <laughs> I wasn't trying to sabotage at all. However, I, was, I just turned out that I thought I was going to be Tinkerbell, and instead, for Halloween this dress. year, I was just green dress who couldn't fly. <laughs> that, was, that was my Halloween costume, green dress who couldn't fly. Uh-huh. What about, are you green dress tiara? Green dress princess. <laughs> <laughs> green dress couldn't. princess. And I'm black dress princess? Yeah. So I think that's okay. Who cares what the expectations were? Fuck the expectations. Mm-hmm. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> So, so I wanted, as I told you, I've been talking, I've been thinking constantly about being a witch mm. and what it is and what it means yeah. and what, how it is a part of in our individual lives, our together lives. Yeah. When did you first realize you were a witch? Um, I, I was going to ask you, I wasn't ready yet. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I always felt a little something like that I and it's only that I feel like powerful in the way of like powers of intention mm-hmm. and although I have you know just claim your witch powers communed with nature before yeah. in like very serious ways and would that be the right yeah ver- verb I've been noticing I've been using a lot of communes yeah yeah, yeah. But, as a verb though yeah commune. yeah commune I think I was saying communed, so it should yeah, be communed. Right. Okay. That's just because you're a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have been noticing, I've been listening, it's like, Jesus, Lauren, that's not what that word means. Um, anyway, just I get on a roll, I can't stop myself, and just things I start like flying in. I like when people in. mispronounce words, because like, I feel like it gives me a sense of relief. Like, oh, good. Oh, it does. Because there are all these words that like I've only read, but never actually said out loud before. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or I'm just using words incorrectly, I guess, is the other part. I know. It's happened a couple of times. It doesn't matter. So, um, I would say one of my... F- uh, when I was in New Zealand with my cousin Molly May and Sarah Louise, and we were camping. We camped every night for a month. I was feeling very in touch with things at that point. My stepfather had recently passed, and I felt... You know, when you go through these crazy, emotionally um, draining and grief is just so overwhelming, it's, I think it kind of puts you in a space where you're able to, I don't know, consider other ways of seeing or, or the ways to kind of cultivate and use your emotions and the feelings that you're having. And so, yeah, so I, we had a really, really intense one where we were camping and there were all these bugs and we were just like this is 
this is the worst. We need some wind. We need like major wind. We need just wind to come and like blow all the bugs away. And we had been reading about the cone of power, which is when three witches are together. They can like the, it has the kind of force field that energy can start swirling between the three of them. So we were like really focusing on it. And the wind started just like out of nowhere, blowing crazy, intense, so crazy. We were silent, like not freaking out about it, like very focused. Yeah. So I like, didn't want to like, we all kind of like felt that this something was happening. Yeah. And then eventually, and it kept up and it kept up. And eventually somebody walked off. I think it was either Molly or Sarah, I'm not sure. And... It's st- like dead stopped. So like that was a major one. That's crazy. That felt yeah. intense. I think and when it's so drastic like that too, it's not just like the wind started blowing a little bit, you know? Yeah. How it was very not? dramatic. Yeah. The whole experience. And I mean, there's other things. I mean, there was, I feel like I've experienced ghosts. Have you ever experienced ghosts? Not exactly, but kind of. What does that mean? <laughs> Like, <laughs> I want to know. Like, I've never seen a ghost. I don't uh-huh. think I've ever heard a ghost. But I have felt a ghost, like, on my chest, mm-hmm. lying on my back at my friend Jenny's house when we were in high school. And, like, we would sleep in these two beds in her room. And, like, did we do a Ouija board there? I can't remember. Anyway, we were, you know, we were learning the occult arts. Uh-huh. And we were believers. And, like, we would be falling asleep at night, like, talking, waiting to go to sleep. And, like, we would both feel, like, this weird pressure on our chests. And we would, like, describe it to each other from across the room in the dark. And, like, it would be the same thing. And it wasn't, like, evil and didn't, like, smother us or anything, but... Um, it made its presence known. It made its presence known. And then it was only, like, last year where I, like, read the definition. I think it's incubus. It's either incubus or succubus. I'm pretty sure it's incubus. Um, I read the definition of what an incubus was. And, um, well, here it is. I have no idea. Have you, you've heard of an incubus? No, I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know why I was reading this, but, or where I even read it, but just came up randomly somehow. (laughs) So an incubus is a demon in male form who, according to mythological and legendary traditions, lies upon sleepers, especially women, in order to engage in sexual activity with them. Its female counterpart is the succubus. Now, like, it it didn't feel like someone was like, it didn't feel like ghost rape or whatever, you right. know, like, it wasn't <laughs> like that. Right. But, um... You know, just, like, the fact that there was, like, a demon who, like, There's lies on women's sleepers is pretty specific. Yes, it's and, like, very it, specific. it took me, like, 20 years to figure that out, but, uh... Wow. Yeah, so okay. that was, like, that's I would say intense. that's, like, the closest to a ghost encounter that I've had, but it's not a ghost, it's an incubus. It's <laughs> so an incubus. It's a okay. demon. It's a, a demon. demon. Yeah. A demon. Okay. All right. Have you seen any ghosts? I haven't seen ghosts, but I have heard. I I feel like I feel like something tried like was talking to me. Yeah, which was wild. When? Um, it was in two thousand seven, I think two thousand eight, and um, 
I was sort of like I was sleep, sleeping in a like B and B, and I was in the ha- like a coach house by myself, and other guests were staying in the in the main house, but I was in the coach house by myself with the other rooms, but they didn't have room for me. They double booked, whatever, blah blah blah. So I'm by myself in this thing, and it wasn't like scary, but you know, it's all, it's mm-hmm. a strange place, and I'm mm-hmm. in the back by whatever. Sounds scary. Okay, <laughs> a little scary, and. Um, I but I I think I chose to sleep with like the windows open. The breeze was nice. It was whatever. So I had gotten woken up by something, and I felt like maybe my voice being called, mm-hmm. and it was just like pretty authoritatively, but yeah. but but ki- kindly, but like Lauren, Lauren, like trying to get my yeah, attention, yeah. and I. I remember thinking like, oh, someone's leaving me a voicemail. Hmm. Like back in the day with a, with a like old, a message on the yeah exactly like an answering machine. But yeah. I was in a B and B like it, I didn't have an answering machine yeah. and I had a cell phone. So like that's not the case. That's you can't hear it when it's being left. Yeah. And I kind of like kept waking up and it kept going. Oh. And and it and then it started saying like did you you're hear d- it when you were awake or would you just like wake up to knowing you had heard it and no and then it and then so I'm waking up and it's. Lauren, Lauren, are you listening? Lauren, you're doing a good job. <gasps> yes. What? Lauren, 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 do you hear me? You're doing a good job. Keep doing a good job. Oh I swear God. to God, I swear to you. Oh my God. So like I'm, now I'm, I'm awake. I mean, I'm awake, but I'm like pretty paralyzed because I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. But I also am very terrified to turn my back. I was sleeping on my side, and yeah. I didn't want to like turn and look what was behind me. Right, right. Because I was just very, very, very Oof, shook. Yeah. And so I didn't, and then it stopped eventually. But like, I just yeah. So there, there's been. Other... Did you hear it in the room or in your mind or both? In the room, like from behind me. Yeah. Ha <laughs> mm. ha. Woo! Mm. I just got. I can't Chilly. believe, yeah. It was so wild. That's really scary. Yeah, it was intense. But they were saying such positive things. You're doing a good right. job. You're it's doing like, a good okay. job. It was like... Don't stop. Yeah, yeah. Like, like... Did it uh, sound like a regular person's voice? Yes. Male or female? Male. Yeah. And, I mean, I've had other... There's other... You know, there's a ghost in my house in bed for sure. Right. That was the, lights the worst yeah. all the time. But that, they got... White Sage got rid of it. Yeah. Which There's is, no ghost in this place. No, no. It's never felt that haunted no. to me. No, the no. studio. The studio. It's not haunted. It's not haunted. <laughs> Do you feel like there's ghost presence in your place? Um, I don't think so. Although our upstairs neighbor who got evicted would tell us about um, the former owner of the building. What was his name? Mrs. Branch. Mm-hmm. And um, how she was convinced that Mrs. Branch was haunting the place. And I have never had any any encounters with Mrs. Branch, but apparently Alicia, our neighbor, did. And then a weird thing happened, which is that um, after Hurricane Sandy, which is also like two years ago, exactly today or yesterday or something, um, one of the like huge trees in the backyard like didn't fall, like the trunk didn't fall, but like some of like the gigantic heavy branches like got pushed into 
our windows, our bathroom and bedroom windows, so that they were always like scraping against the windows and like making weird oh, sounds. Man. And so then I was like, at some point, I was like, <gasps> like I would hear these weird sounds and be like, what is that? And it was just the tree. And then I was like, Mrs. Branch. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was like, oh that my is an awesome ghost story. That oh is God. such an awesome. But I really don't think it was a ghost. It was just like the name game coincidence of it is like wow. very spooky. But I, I, don't I know. never felt like there's a ghost rapping at my window. But. I was like afraid that that tree was going to crash through my window. It was really yeah, heavy. I was more afraid of the real danger. Let's put it that but way. But she, her name is Mrs. Branch, and so she used a branch to terrorize yeah, you. And, it's, and it was like, you know, she supposedly lived here for all these years, and like it was like her place. So of course she's just like hanging out in the backyard in yeah. the tree, like yeah, chilling, you know, just like relaxing up in the tree, talking to the birds, taking her, trying time. to fuck with my cats. And, yeah, yeah. So, so. Mrs. Branch. Mrs. Branch. Yeah. That's pretty spooky. It's pretty spooky. Tell me, I, I have one announcement and then I have a question. <laughs> this is our first red wine episode. That's I think it's true. Cheers for that. Cheers to Again, red wine. Because that's... you know what? It's fucking freezing outside. It's getting cold. <laughs> we started this podcast in the summer. Summertime. Now it's like 40-something degrees it's, outside. It's, it's chilly. I love it. This is my favorite. This is your favorite weather. Yeah. I like for it to be maybe like 10 degrees. Yeah, it's 55. I guess yeah. I want it to be like 65. Oh, yeah. But no, guess no. what? Milwaukee right now, 36. Wow. Chicago, Shy. 37. It's going to snow it's tonight snowing, yeah. in Chicago. I, people are putting, yeah. So it's deep Midwestern roots, I don't miss it right now, i got to say. And also, I just saw today, too, that Lakeshore Drive, Was, like, yeah. there were, like, gigantic 20-foot waves Coming in, like, Michigan. Over, yeah. Flooded, like, yeah. So that's like their Hurricane Sandy is happening this year. Yeah, it's so intense. So probably not as bad. Let me ask you, when did you... I, I know that I really got excited about you talking about um, being a teenager and believe, being a believer in the occult mm-hmm. and a practicer. And a, and even and when I say practicing, mean, like, practice it, like yeah. practicing stuff, trying things out. Yeah. Tell me about it. I want to know about it. Like when I was in high school, I met my fellow witches some of them are still my best friends I mean like all of them I still hold dear in my heart it's just I'm not in touch with all of them necessarily anymore but um you know so Jenny and I we were definitely believers our friend Tara our friend Tanya Heather I would say is like an off and on believer sometimes she calls it witchy bitchy shit Sometimes, like, you Witchy, know, she shit, that's funny. believes in shamanic rituals, hearing, healing powers. So, right. it's hard to know, really, where she stands. But we were all, basically, witches in high school. And um, it would involve, like, like, if you go into my... If you go into my closet, yes. in my childhood bedroom, and you, like, look on the wall at the bottom... 
I like have drawn this like crystal. I've painted, I think, with watercolors this like crystal ball and like this like figure of this woman. Yeah, and then it says "so mote it be" on there. Oh, and like yes. so, I like I you know you I, were... I like crawled into my closet and got my paints and like did my little witch yes, drawing. Yes, Becca, like, I had my. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I had like a shrine like on top of my chest of drawers like with candles and incense and incense holders and like all that kind of stuff so I had kind of like my like little altar. witchy altar over there and it's probably the thing that like made my parents think I was like smoking cigarettes and whatever because I was like burning incense late at night yeah and sometimes I was smoking cigarettes out the screen my mom wouldn't let me burn incense because she was afraid of fire oh yeah yeah that's smart I'm afraid of fire too um but also strangely drawn to it. But strangely drawn to it. I think it. that's the thing. It's like, um, who told me? So I think it was my friend Lara told me that vertigo is actually, like the fear of falling that accompanies vertigo yeah. is actually like the desire to yes. fall. Yes, So I feel like I have that with fire where it's like, Yes. The fear of fires is like the desire to burn things and like make fires. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. So we would, that's, I guess, the perfect segue to the other witchy thing we would do, which is like go just like a block behind my house north of Milwaukee was the, was like Michigan and it was like private beaches up there. And so we would like cut through people's backyards and like walk down the ravine and suddenly just, you know, like within yeah. eight minutes be Ugh. down at the beach. And Amazing. so, yeah, so we, and we did like get in trouble for trespassing and stuff. Like it, it wasn't always so easy, but like mostly we could just kind of like sneak down and they had like built stairs most of the way of the people who lived there who we were trespassing on. Um, and so we would like just go to the beach and we would try to make fires. We would also like, we didn't know what we were doing. We were like, we would find like pieces of bark and then like, like pick up like random like leaves yes. and grasses and like put them in the bark and like roll it up and try to smoke it. And we were just like so dumb, yes. like so dumb. And, uh-huh. no, and like we couldn't get it to light yeah. and it was like wet and like not. It's not smokable, as they say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you will, not smokable. So, yeah. So, fire rituals, although sometimes we couldn't even get the fire started at all, that was definitely part of what we would do. And, like, we didn't, it wasn't very organized. I feel like this is true of, like, a lot of stuff. Like, we didn't really have, like, it wasn't like Foxfire where we had the Foxfire, the movie based on the novel by Joyce Carol Oates. Um, it wasn't like we had like people in our school that we hated that we wanted yeah. to put a hex on or anything like that. It was more just that like we wanted to like commune, <laughs> commune with nature and each yeah. other. Yeah, we just kind of like wanted to. Like, we wanted the ritual aspect of it, I guess, is what it is. So I don't want to say it's empty because I think, like, ritual matters. Yes. But there was no, like, Agreed. real goal attached to it. It was more just, like, hey, let's go, like, do some spells. Be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. I feel like, I think that, you know, I came to feminism really, really early. I, I don't think I've told that story yet, but I will, about reading a Joan Osborne article. It was Joan Osborne. In Rolling Stone. Yeah. yeah. But because of that, that was when I was like, yeah, that's I think what people 14. are doing with Taylor Swift now. Yeah, you know? yeah, for real, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, but I think it was because of, I grew up Catholic and I never, I just didn't associate with it. I didn't like it. I always felt like very, very, very oppressed by it. Even as a kid, like just like this sucks. I hate this. And, um, as I started, I think it started for me. I mean, I definitely, I, I didn't, my friends were, wouldn't have joined me on the beach for a fire ritual. I think I really desperately wanted that, but I, you know, did our other awesome, we had a great time anyway, but you know, I think your friends weren't witches. They weren't, I don't think so. Were there witches at your high school? Um, I bet there were some, but I don't know if I was friends with, I I was probably friends with them, but maybe not like, did you were friends with like the popular girls? Yeah, I think probably, Mm -hmm. maybe it was such a small, not, I mean, you know, it was such a small school that, Everyone was sort of, I mean, not really. I'm sure there's plenty of people who'd be like, fuck no, but there's not everybody's friends with everybody because that's certainly not the case. But yeah, I mean, you know, there's. It wasn't clicky. I mean, there were people, I mean, I had like my three best friends, my Mm -hmm. four best friends, you know, we all, everybody in the, but I don't, it wasn't like, there were seven, you know, 90 people in our class. Most of us had known each other for our whole lives. Mm -hmm. So it just like didn't. It wasn't like yeah, that. that makes sense. Ish. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it was like that, but I didn't experience it that way. So you didn't become a witch until you were in college? I think I knew that it was that way when I was in high school, but it was really because of, I think, like, women's studies classes and women mm-hmm. religion stuff that I started realizing what was had gone, what actually happened, and, like, the language that's used in mass religions that are just, it's so misogynist, and just the ideas that are, and ev- I mean... I couldn't, it was all starting to click for me, and I felt like feminism clicked for me so quickly, and I just sort of feel like the only, I I think Gloria Steiner was talking about this, I I relate so much to this, it's like, I I don't know if I can, anything that I want to be a part of spiritually, and I do want that journey, I do want those rituals, Mm -hmm. I don't, I want it to be female, woman created, I want it to come from a nature-based ideology. I want it to come from like a equality-based ideology. I don't, under any circumstances, want this like patriarchal fucking bullshit. It's not my, it's like not my MO. It's not what I want. And it feels so much more right to me to read tarot or to cleanse my crystals and set intentions and put them in moonlight. Like that, it makes sense. I know that so many, and we were talking about this, about waiting in line for this feminist event that you're looking at right now. Yeah. Well, what you're saying is just taking me back. I mean, you're talking about being a witch, but it's recalling the 13 tenets of future feminism. Number one being the subjugation of women and the earth is one and the same. Yes. Um, And number... 12 being restore the female archetype as central to creation. So yeah, I just, just wanted exactly. to like echo back Thank to you. our our witchcraft yes. brand of feminism. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's I think that's what happened. And then because for me it's all about repressed knowledges. Like that's why it's not just like total like silliness to say that witchcraft and feminism are linked because no, both of those I don't think it's silliness at all. Both of those ways of thinking and being in the world are saying like women possess knowledge that has been repressed yes for much of history but we still have ways of accessing it so yes. let's try to access it yes and it's the it's the thing that feels most natural to me and i think in 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 spirituality and in that type of like 
vision in your life that you want to create or, you know, however you want to commune. <laughs> <laughs> or commune. I mean, it's... Everyone has to agree yeah, on yeah, the, way that, <laughs> the way you pronounce it. But from there, you can do whatever you want at your own commune or commune. <laughs> but it's like it should, it, you know, I really do feel like it should be, it should be personal. It should be what, it's what's right for you. It's what's, it's the thing that, and that's what feels the most right for me. Yeah. Is, and you know, is exploring energy stuff and, you know meditation and astro love in general yeah tarot and fuck fridays (laughs) i don't know which one this one right here it's time to move along to Welcome Friday. It's Friday, October 31st, 2014, bow, bow, Halloween. Bow, bow, bow. So we have bow, a special bow. edition of Fuckem Fridays to bring you. Fuckem Fridays. Fuckem Fridays. Fuckem Fridays. Um, I have a non-Halloween related one. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just a Friday. It's, it's any Friday. Friday. Yeah. It's like an any Friday. And honestly, I'm we're recording this and I know we're not going to edit it because that's not how we roll. And I've I was I've been told to not put this story on Facebook by many people, even though I change wanted the names. to change the names. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, then we can't. Then it doesn't even matter. Okay. Just tell anyway, me. there's well, there's just there's been an instant. I just I wanted to publicly shame someone who is in the public. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted to be like really public? <laughs> You've got your soapbox. <laughs> We're not hitting pause. So I guess I'm just going to cross my fingers and <laughs> let it roll. <laughs> okay. All right. Who do you want to publicly shame? Michael Che. Okay. SNL writer and Weekend Update host. Yeah. Who I, A, think is very funny, and B, and have thought is very funny. It's, I've, I've been on the fence for a while. Okay. Okay. And I also think, number two, he's cute. So that's, I just want to end that. That makes it easier to let him off the hook. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just so. In case he's listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. So I, this story, we might have to cut this. Okay, so he, um. So I friended him on Facebook because, like a year ago because I think he's funny and I wanted to like follow what he was saying, you yeah. know, I, whatever. So I did and that's great and we became friends on Facebook. Perfect. Um, and <laughs> no big thing. Nothing. Okay. Not weird. Okay. So then at some point, a couple months later, some of my profile pictures had been liked by, by him. Had been liked by him is like the weirdest passive voice way of saying it. What's going on here? 
I don't know. Is because what I wanted to do was shame him and say that I almost asked him out on a date. And I'm glad because here's the thing. Oh, because you don't know if that's the thing. He came out recently and was like saying that catcalling is like not that big of a deal Um, and that it's similar to him being like accosted on the street for being on SNL and that it's like (laughs) (laughs) I love that like oh my god you're famous you're so funny it's the same as like someone talking about your ass to your face exactly like Uh, oh it's too it's too much, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to say some bullshit about him on Facebook. I did. I mean, today I did. I had to. I had to get something out of my system because I. But I didn't say what I wanted to, which was something about that. You know, I almost. I was going to ask him on a date, and I'm glad that I didn't. And you know, I was going to shame him for liking my profile pictures or something. I don't know. But now I realize really complicated story because like I did not. I thought he was just like cultural critique. But then there's like this weird thing of like I'm, I don't you. like that he. I'm mad at him. Like I you were like was duped sort of. You were like all geared up. Yes, you were like finally gonna pull the trigger. No, and he had to go do something culturally embarrassing. I was no. I decided a couple months ago that I was not gonna ask him out on a date. Okay. But now I'm just like mad at myself that he even considered it. <gasps> I mean, that is just outrageous. What? How do you come out and say that? Like, that's just... He should be... He should be ashamed of himself. So, you're totally still thinking so of asking fucking, him No, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm mad that, like... I don't know. I'm just like, fuck... If the, how, why not use your platform to be a feminist fucking renegade? Maybe he and, needs you to help him oh, figure Jesus, that out. Oh, Jesus. That's my nightmare. I, that's kidding, not kidding. what I want to do. Kidding. JK. JK. <laughs> JK. 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 All right. Um, well, I'm just going to close with an anecdote. We had feminist reading group the other night at my house, and um, we talked about a slew of articles that were on the interwebs, um, not a particular book this time, so it's not important. But reading is sexy. Reading is sexy. <laughs> the point is, the big debate, what I felt like was like, kind of most urgent was like do we really want a revolution or do we just want reform and you know this is a big question and I'm just putting it out there to everyone do you really want a revolution guess what most people said these radical feminists in my reading group and I'm not sure I disagree with them I just haven't figured it out yet they probably don't want a revolution because of everything we'd have to give up if there were a revolution that's that's some truth, but that's some hard truth. So I just I just want to say, think about it. What does the revolution look like? How are we going to get there? What are you willing to give up for the revolution? You don't have to answer that now. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I just, I will tell you that... As soon as this was all said, I did feel, I did immediately feel, like, embody a space of my life where I, like, lived somewhere where I grew my own food with, like, 40 women and just, like, took care of business and were fucking witches all the time. Just hung out every night. Casting spells, doing our thing, like looking at the stars, just, you know. Right. I'm willing to give it up. I I don't know if I, like, I, 
I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know. I haven't thought that's a huge No, and I should say, question, I'm not but... saying like they're just like snotty and they wouldn't give up no, their no. privilege. Yeah, it's not like that at all. It's like no. some people are like caretakers for members of their families and things like this where it's like if they didn't have access to certain types of care because the world was breaking down, you know, like someone they love would die basically. Right. So it's like, you know, like it's not yeah, just no. about like, I don't want to... I just really want to be able to go to the tapas bar on Wednesdays or whatever. <laughs> like, it's not like that. It's like, um, you know, privilege that, like, keeps us alive yeah. kind of privilege. So, yeah, but, like, when you describe that circle of witches, it's like, right, like, why didn't they let the fucking banks fail, you know? When was that? 2008. It's like, why didn't they let the banks fucking fail? Maybe that would have been the revolution. Instead, no, I, I so much revolution. Anyway, anyway, so we can just picture ourselves there. Whether there's a revolution or not, we should just try to imagine that farm and that fire pit. I think, mm-hmm. and just and make cauldrons wherever, wherever we go, <laughs> wherever. Yeah, leave a trail of fucking black cauldrons. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing, something that another favorite witch, Sarah Louise, likes to say is um, grab a broom. Grab a broom. Form a circle. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Saw her say that today. Grab a broom, form a circle. 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 Grab a broom, form a circle.